Nobody cares about the rest. There we go. Nope, just stop it right there. Rays well, P- in first, O's in second. What PJ's trying to do here is he's trying to take <laughs> away the attention that's been given to him because PJ has never seen anything. Like no. any movie. No single now, movie. Now, I know I'm the old guy in here tonight, right? I'm really bad with movies. PJ, I've seen a good... I, nah, I mean, I've seen some, so but like, I, I need to see a lot. During the break, Ryan Horvath, <laughs> PJ Glasser, Nick Berlansky, I was singing for some reason, Leanne Rimes. How do I live without you? And I started talking about the movie Con Air. Great film. Everybody that's listening to this show or just walking on this planet has seen it. Great cast. Nicolas Cage, Steve Buscemi, John Effin Malkovich is in the movie, Peach. PJ's never seen Con Air. No. Nope. No surprise. But Nick Berlansky, producing the show as we get the triple shot ready here, has also never seen Con Air, which no. did surprise me a little bit. Then PJ starts going off about the, this big list of movies that he's never seen, and it's everything. It's 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 the firm. He throws in Raging Bull, which came out a decade before I was even born. Like, what have you? Where have you been? Memento. Memento. I watch Sports Center, right? That's what I watch. So do I, though. I don't. And, pe- and I people don't think I have a life. Like, have you seen like Godfather? Godfather Two. Goodfellas? No, I haven't. Goodfellas, I've seen. Bro, <laughs> yep. You have this, yep. right? Yes. I haven't. I'm sorry. PJ. I'm sorry, Ryan. What's I'm your sorry. favorite? I actually know this. It's like Space Jam or something. <laughs> or like Remember the Titans. What's your favorite movie? It's definitely a sports movie. No, no. Favorite movie of all time. Oh, you guys are it's gonna be like spot. It's going to be like Casablanca or something crazy. No. That nobody's Gone gonna... with the wind. Yeah. Something. Um, you can take your well, time. I, I can't think, guys. <laughs> no, the movie with uh, Morgan Freeman, Andy Dufresne, about Shawshank Redemption's up there. Okay. I love Seven with Brad Pitt, yes, and yes. Uh, Seven's What's great. In the box? Um, those two were the first. He said those are the only two movies he's ever seen. Those are the first two that came to mind. Like it, like just like <laughs> like it like came out on video and he missed it or something. I got you know I got to check out. Have you guys seen Raging Bull? I mean, Lion King's in the top ten. It's just a classic from childhood. Christ, Lion so King. So freaking nine? good. <laughs> yeah, I am. Lion King's a top ten movie, Ryan. Like, there's just no debate about it. I don't know. Avengers well, Endgame's up there. That's freaking good too. All right, well, that's real news. Let's get to more NBA <laughs> fake news now. But PJ has never seen any. You, you should get like a movie recommendation. In fact, I that's what we're to. gonna do. I need that's to. That's what we're, we're gonna start. So I have a list. We're starting with Con Air. You're going around. to go home. You're gonna yeah, watch Con, Con Air. Air. Looks really good. I'm gonna like. Tonight. I'm gonna like that one tonight. Tonight. Mm, I don't. Know. I need a book report by Sunday know. when we do the tomorrow. Foundation. Has good. That that is. I should fire my co-host <laughs> and you guys take over the show, and then that's what we should do. Book report Monday. See. Book report Monday. We're just doing producing uh, on the show. I'm already way probably, more intrigued than the NBA play-in tournament. Since there's probably not going to be <laughs> Masters gonna tomorrow, there's a good shot I watch Con Air tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And then we want to report. All right. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. In fact, PJ's got his own show now. He doesn't need us anymore. Yeah. He's got his own show debuting on Monday. I haven't heard one promo. All I hear is Costos yelling, <laughs> Joe Ostrowski explaining things. There was Jake's talking though. about the run line. I've heard no PJ. I know. I, I hear my it. annoying ass on you know talking about God knows what. I know. Where's PJ? That's what I'm saying. Send it in, folks. It starts agent, Monday, one thirty Eastern time. I don't have an agent, but you need one. Uh, I like to do the Lamar thing. I just have my mom represent me. That's probably why we're both screwed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Fake News Friday, Nick Burlow. Fake News Friday. Back on the tracks. Top two seeds in each <laughs> conference have locked up their current seeding. True story or fake news, we are much more likely to see a Nuggets-Grizzlies West final than we are to see a Bucks celtics East. 
We're more likely. I gotta like think about this in my head. More see? likely to see a Nuggets Grizzlies West final than we are a Bucks Celtics East final. No, that's fake. News. Yeah, that's fake. That's news. fake. News. That's fake news. We're getting Bucks. Celtics. Yes, they're on a collision course. And I think the Bucks may be screwed, guys. Really? You've been so high on the Bucks. You didn't see what happened today. What happened? The news. All right. So uh, today, well, I've been worried about Chris Middleton all season long. Sure. Two weeks ago, they lifted his minutes restriction finally. We remember what happened last year in the playoffs. Middleton missed the series against Boston. Milwaukee still almost won that series. It goes seven. I think they're going to need a healthy Chris Middleton to eliminate Boston in a seven-game series. And uh, Chris Middleton is going to be reevaluated. He may not be fully healthy, so he's going to have... He underwent an MRI on his knee Thursday. He's expected to rehab for the next week or so in hopes of being ready for the start of the playoffs. That's not the kind of news that I wanted the week before the playoffs begin with the number one seed in the East and the team that I have uh, so much invested into. So that's what scares me about that series against Boston. But even if Middleton isn't fully healthy, I still think they get past everybody in the East with the exception of maybe Philadelphia could take Milwaukee out or Philadelphia maybe could take Boston out. But I think we get Bucks celtics I think those are the two best teams in the East. I agree. I don't even think the Grizzlies or the Nuggets make it to the Western Conference Final. Neither. Neither. Interesting. Neither. I don't think either get there. I'm um, with you. I would bet that, too. Yeah, I would bet that as well. So I think we're going to get Bucks Celtics. I guess it depends on the path, right? Like We're if also the Kings... college troops guys we're going to throw out there, too. Like, yeah. think about that. Yeah. Off, you know? <laughs> 100%. Uh, but no, I yeah, Bucks Celtics, I, those two teams. I really would be surprised if either don't make the Eastern Conference. Final. Yeah, yeah, same, man. Like, the Bucks are the best team in the league. It just comes down to, is Chris Middleton going to be healthy? Yeah, that's what it ended up being last season, too. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens in that instance. But let's move on to the next one. The two L.A. teams currently sit in fifth and seventh seeds in the West, while the two New York teams sit in fifth and sixth in the East. True story or fake news, New York will have a team last longer in the playoffs than Los Angeles. Fake news. You want to know why that's fake news? I'm not ready to write off the Clippers just Me neither. If Paul George is healthy and he could come back, man, even if it's in the second round, even if it's later on in the first round. I mean, it's it, that's the thing, though. Are they going to be able to win games without him on the floor? I love Kawhi Leonard when he's right. I like this Clippers team, but they need Paul George. Also, I'm not ready to count out. I know I kind of bad-talked him earlier, saying that maybe I could see the Kings taking them out, but I don't know about that matchup. I mean, the Lakers have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, man, and LeBron's in great shape. And they're a better roster than they were to start the season. They actually have guys that can knock down three-point shots. They're still one of the best, if not the best, defensive team in the league. And in the playoffs, that's what matters. Half-court game and superstar calls. And they got two guys that get superstar calls. That's the thing about a King series, man. LeBron and AD are going to get every single whistle. Even against, like, Memphis, who's going to get superstar calls? John, who else? Desmond Bain? Dylan Dylan Brooks? Brooks? No, absolutely not. (laughs) So, man, maybe, like... Here's the thing, though. I don't want to play Lakers futures right now. I would rather just roll them over with series prices if I do like the Lakers. Because I can see them making a run. There's no clear-cut favorite in the West. I'm not ready to buy into Denver or Memphis or any of these teams that haven't had success yet in the playoffs. And LeBron has the rings. And when AD's right, I still think he's a top, you know, 15, 20 player in the league. I would say top 5, top 10, but I, I I don't know if I could go that far. But... Uh, I'll go Los Angeles last longer than the New York teams. I think the Knicks get bounced by the Cavs. And the Nets have been a fun story without KD and Kyrie with 
those guys, but they're not winning the series. Completely agree. L.A. is going to last longer. I think both New York teams are going to have exits in the first round. I think what Ryan brings up is an excellent point. If you like the Lakers long-term, don't bet them to win the West at plus 700. Bet series prices. Not only do you bet series prices, Ryan, but because they're going to be a lower seed, they're going to be on the road to start the first two games of each series. Wait to bet series prices, right? Right. So instead of like if good, they – Good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they open up against the Kings, right, in the 3-6 game, and the Lakers are minus 150, 140 to win the series, if yeah. they go down 0-2, which absolutely could happen, then they're going to be what? plus 125 yeah. or something like that. And then you have yourself some plus money right there. Then they go to the next series, say they play Memphis. Memphis is minus 140 to win that series. Memphis goes up 2-0. Now the Lakers are plus 250, right? So that you just wait yeah, man. to bet the Lakers. Yeah, just wait. Just hold off. Great point, though. Uh, any of these road teams, though, like, exactly. with, with series wait. prices. Yes. No, I mean, every once in a while, I mean, a they lot. Steal you, you, yeah, right. They'll steal game one. They'll steal game one. You'll see that. But... They're probably going to split, and then you could just bounce back and get the original price. Then anyway, you know you, what I you mean. Can so you, might money as well line, just... you can bet money line game one because oh. you'll get a nice money line game yeah. one as an underdog, and then if that doesn't hit, you can bet a series price if you want to do that. Yeah, yeah, love it. Look at Ryan and I. That's some good analysts right there. That's why mm-hmm. you listen to the BetQL Network. Yeah, mm-hmm. BetMGM tonight. And yeah. BetMGM tonight. All the shows. Though. All the I love shows. the Daily Tip. All with the Joseph shows. Messenger, They're excellent Michael too. They'll do the same analysis. Listen I hang around for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Eddie E, and Aaron H. And then I also uh, stick around for Jim Rome just because it's like, hey, what's up, clones? And I'm like, yeah, hey, Rome, hell yeah, this was so cool 20 years ago. Well, starting and Monday, then, it's going to be PJ. And then, yeah, oh, yeah, thank God. No offense. Love Rome. One thirty Eastern time. Guy crushes it. Clones. And then uh, You Better You Bet with Nick and Ken. Greatest network schedule ever. I dare you to beat it. <laughs> what else we got, Perlo? Well, <laughs> so tired. after Nick and Ken, you can tune in. Padres retake the lead, Ooh. baby. That's actually, uh, I saw that. I was about to say, because Ryan can give you the Padres to win, and Ryan can also give you the insight on his Chicago Bulls, because they currently sit in 10th in the East. True story or fake news, the Bulls would be a tougher eight seed than the Raptors or the Hawks. Yeah, that's fake news. That's fake news. Even if they're all healthy? I'll say that they would be a tougher out than the Hawks, because the Bulls actually do have three dudes that can get buckets. They actually are a better defensive team that they're given credit for. They'd be much better if Lonzo Ball ever played basketball. But, I mean, Vooch could go off for 20-10. and 10. DeMar DeRozan was an MVP candidate last year. He's still great. And then you have Zach Levine, who's been really good the last month and a half, two months of the season. So I do think that they'd be a harder out than the Hawks. Dude, the Hawks, like... A couple years ago, I thought they were the up-and-coming team. John Collins I really liked. I thought they should have just let him walk, though, because they, they, that roster, like, and I like I like Murray. I, I don't really know about Trey, like if he's ever going to be the best player on a championship team or a contender. I'm out on Atlanta. I, I do think the Raptors would be a tougher out, man. I think they're better coached, although Billy Donovan is a good defensive coach. Nick Nurse has won a championship, and I trust those guys because they've played in the finals. They've won the finals. Fred Van Fleet, Pascal Siakam. The Bulls are just too up and down, too inconsistent for me. I'd, I'd have to pass on the Bulls. And I'd, I'd take the Raptors over the Bulls, but I'd probably take the Bulls over the Hawks. I would agree. I would agree. I uh, Yeah, I would think Toronto of these three teams would mm-hmm. probably be the toughest just because they have the best coach of the three in Nick Nurse. I think they have the best uh, player of the three in Siakam. They're battle-tested. They have guys that have been in tons of playoff series, won playoff games. Um so it would be the Raptors. I don't think any of the three are a serious threat, especially towards those top two teams in the East. But if you're making me pick Nick, I would probably take uh, 
take the Raptors, I would say. I was making you pick. I know you were. Like, in the NBA, man, you need that playoff experience. You do. First round of the Eastern Conference in the NBA is not going to be great. I mean, in the NFL, like you like guys that have been there before, but like Joe Burrow, year one, really. I mean, year one, his rookie year, his knee blew up. But really, the first year he started a full season... They went to the Super Bowl. Jamar Chase was a rookie. First round of the Eastern NBA, Conference. You don't see that. When first round Eastern Conference playoff games are on, Nick, I'll be glued into the Stanley Cup playoff first games. Sounds when good. the Western Conference games are on in the first round of the NBA, then I'll be watching those. Guys, I want to point out be that watching. the uh, St. Louis Cardinals are in dead last place in the NL Central. How about And they are I down right that. now, two to nothing, to the Milwaukee Brewers with Brandon Woodruff on the mound. The Cardinals are two and four to start the season. The Pirates, five and two, Burlow. The Brewers oh, need yeah. to piss off. Five and one, looking to maybe move to six and one tonight. My Chicago Cubs, back to five hundred, three and three on the season. Two nothing victory today with Marcus Stroman on the ball. I love to see it, guys. Nice, love to see it. Tomorrow, the Cubs back in action. They are checks notes. Actually, not on the board yet at BetMGM. We got some lines out for tomorrow. Cardinals are minus 130 favorites. Yeah, we could go through this tonight, and we'll take a look at some pitching matchups, bet some games before we get out of here. Yeah, wow. Right now, the Nationals are up 6-1 on the Rockies. I feel pretty good. Mackenzie Gord dealing right now. Brewers, as we mentioned, up 2-0 on the Cardinals. That game's in the fifth. You mentioned, Peach, that you would have played the under if you bet that game. All the way down to 5.5. That would have been a good look. And then the over in the uh, Padres-Braves game would have already hit for you. Live totals 12. And the Padres, with a one-run lead, now minus 250 favorites. I got to be honest. If I didn't have money already on, like, San Diego, every time they go back up in this game, we're getting, like, plus 200 prices on the Braves. That's a team that I'm going to lie about a lot this year, the Braves, when they go down in games. No doubt. Especially at home. I mean, Especially at home. Again, they've scored at least five runs in every game but two. They're going to continue to do that all season long. That team is really damn good. Another good team to bet against when they get up is the Orioles. The Orioles, I feel like, in like Like four of their games this season, have been up by four or five runs, and every team comes back on them. Yeah, Yeah. but then they come back, though, too. I know. That was what happened today. But then you can hedge, right? So, like, you get like a plus four and a half with the team, (laughs) and then they come all the way back. Just live betting the same game over and over. You know, you make a lot of money that way. You're guaranteed a winner that way. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like day traders. Yeah. Ryan, we got to get this Angels game on. The big one's coming up. Yeah, the big one is about to begin right now. Angels. Minus 135 on the money line. Blue Jays plus 110. Total in the game is nine. It's minus 120 to the over. PJ likes Mike Trout over Mike one Trout and a half total bats. going yard tonight. I can feel it in my bones. At the very least, he's getting at least two total bases. Are you a home run prop guy? I, I really am not. Not really. Not really. Tonight would be, if I was going to play a home run prop tonight, it would be Mike Trout against Chris Bassett, who's been terrible. In his, well, he's started one game. He yeah. has an ERA over 24. And uh, like you said, Mike Trout absolutely owns him in his career. Mike Trout in his career against Chris Bassett. Like you said, 7 for 17, right? 7 for 17. One homer, a 412 average. It's nobody, not bad. Nobody not else. Bad. Even Otani's, wow. 4 for 22 in his career against Bassett. Only hitting 182 with nine strikeouts. So I think Trout's the way to go if you like player props.